Well, hey, everybody. I'm Kurt. I'm Liza. We're both parents, and you're listening to the Parent Skills Podcast. Yes. Now, see, Liza, normally there's a jingle. <laughs> normally, there's, normally there's a jingle right there. But, but welcome back, Kurt. But in my absence, because I've been gone for four episodes, which didn't seem like a lot at the time. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss four, and while I'm gone, we might have you guys make some executive decision to get rid of the first jingle. Well, producer no, Jeremy, no, no, no. we got rid of the part? second jingle. No, we got no second, second jingle. We did the first one we did while the first you were one. gone. We got rid of the second one. Now we just, just went totally right through it. Oh, so while I was gone, you got rid of the yeah. second one. Today we're experimenting we're just, by getting rid of the first one. We're just seeing how close either people way. Technically, is now the first one because we don't have a first one. So second one is now the first. Either way. Okay. Just clarify. <laughs> Welcome back, Gert. <laughs> Regardless of the semantics of all of this, in my absence, you've made an executive decision that we only need one jingle. We're experimenting about where it goes. And now Kurt's and made I'm, the executive executive I'm, decision. I'm, this was on advisement of your latest marketing director for South Park Parents, by the way. Who's that? Kayla. Kayla Harker. You might know her. Do you know her? My daughter, Kayla. Oh, yes. her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, okay. She's, 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 a, she's officially the marketing director. Well, I'm going by her role, not by her birth order or anything like that. I mean, it's. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, then I know who to take this up with. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this up up to the next story, the next level. Well, maybe today you can talk to, to her husband about that. I will talk to her husband about that. Okay. Sounds good. I will. I will. I'll have a few choice words. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What glad to be back. To welcome you back. We've got, we've got a really, speaking of Kayla's husband, my, my son-in-law. Yes. He's our guest today. He is. Yeah. Colton Harker is my daughter's husband. They've been married for five years. I had to pause. Time goes fast, you guys. It does I thought it would, I thought it would slow down when your kids get older. Cause you know, when you're neck deep in it, it, you know, it seems to go, actually it goes by really fast. Right. I thought, Oh, once they're living their life and I'm an empty nester, it'll slow down. It doesn't slow down. It just keeps moving. So five years, they've been married for five years. And Colton is one of the college pastors at our church. They're the parent of two little ones, as some of our listeners know, because Kayla was a guest, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. A couple episodes ago. So today, Liza, why don't you start with the subject matter, and then we will hear our jingle, <laughs> and then we'll be back with Colton. Yes, sounds good. So today we've invited Colton, who is a dear friend and partner in ministry, and we know that there's a lot that people are dealing with right now in this season, be it stress or anxiety or you know, maybe it is a lower level, but we also know that for some it is on a, a greater scale. Maybe it is a true, genuine mental health daily struggle. And so we we do want to be sensitive to that. We do want to address that because it has been just a more, let's just say, hot topic conversation thing that is on the rise. So we would love for Colton to just be able to share his story to see how it could impact potentially your yeah. story. In fact, for the next three weeks, yes. three episodes, we're going to kind of be... Not not totally veering off our normal format, but a totally. little bit. Normally, we try to be highly pragmatic, mm -hmm. ton of tools. That's why we call this the Parent Skills Podcast. Yes. The next three weeks, we hope there's still going to be a lot yeah. of practical takeaways, but we are focusing a little bit more than usual, maybe on almost like testimonies, stories of parents yes. um, navigating some um, traditionally a little bit more challenging, different mm -hmm. waters as, as they parent. And so Colton's going to share his story about that. And we will meet and learn and hear from Colton in just a minute.
Welcome back. We have just started this new jingle that poor Colton had to be a part of just all the, the jingle the debate. Fun, the jingle debate. I like the placement of jingle number two, which has become jingle number one. So, so you're saying, so hold on, <laughs> just because I'm sure the people listening to this podcast are really interested in all this. Of course. You're a fan of one jingle, mm-hmm. but placed where we currently have it today. Yeah, and I think it felt weird because you're used to the first one, but if you do your intro just like a touch differently, I think it would feel Some really normal. There. Okay, a jingle master over I here. I know. I'm sure they're going to have a marital G- problem G- later G- with <laughs> Kayla said maybe the opposite last time. But Kayla said the exact opposite. <laughs> okay. I'm we'll still let a them fan of two that. jingles. So we need to bring in the fourth adult in our Yes, in our we're going to bring in Rachel Johnston yes. next time. Yes. <laughs> Not my son, Cole, because he'll have a whole different take oh, on gosh, it. Oh, yeah. gosh, no. <laughs> no jingles at all. No jingles at all. That's an unacceptable response. Put it at the end. Yes. And, hey. There you oh, go. goodness. I, I do like an ending jingle. Yeah. Wow. I am a fan. Is that a possibility? Well, we already do that. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. All right. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'll tell you, the last four... four <laughs> Yeah, I've not You've been on. Vaca- I've not been on. I've not been on vacation for four weeks. I've just been unable to be a part of the podcast for four weeks. So no worries. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, take it away. Yes, Liza Colton. Well, Colton, we are so excited you're going to share a little bit about your story. And I know we talked about it a little bit before we went live recording, but mm-hmm. kind of just tell us a little bit about your story in parenting and dealing with mental health. Yeah, I um, like Kurt said. I have two. Uh, little kids. I have a two-year-old daughter named June and a almost 10-month-old named Miller. Oh, gosh. Um, and I'm, I'm married to just the most thoughtful, patient, kind, best human being on the world, Kayla. And it's been really fun to do, you know, especially when they're young. It's just like parenting is cool and fun and challenging and all those things. Um, I... It's, we have like an extra layer in our house with it, um, because of, um, I have a mental health diagnosis, I guess. It's funny. It's like, it's, I feel like it's never like a super easy thing to talk about, even though I'm not like, I'm not like ashamed of it and I'm not embarrassed by it. It just feels, feels weird because it's just like vulnerable and it is. And it's just attached to like such like tough memories. So I first got, I had always known that there was like trouble, like regulating emotions and stuff like that. And I'd known that sometimes there's things that happen where my hands would start to like tense up and shake and my, it would be harder to breathe and my, everything would just kind of really tighten up and my thoughts would race. But I just kind of thought that that's just everyone's reaction when they Mm -hmm. get embarrassed or stressed or whatever it happens to be. And, um, and finally I ended up going to, after I got married, I about two months later fell into this like really deep depressive um, cycle and started going to therapy, went to therapy before that as well. Um, But that's when I started to get some more clarification on some diagnoses, diagnosis and what I had been feeling, what I'd been thinking. And uh, it turned out that I had bipolar two, which it was just like such a... I don't know. I, I read this author named uh, Shauna Nequist and she was talking about um, when you get like tough news and like 
getting cancer or something like that. And she was like, yeah, when you hear that word and that word's supposed to be about someone else's life, not yours. And I was like, that's mm. how I felt. Like mm. once Powerful. someone said that to me, like, oh yeah, you have bipolar too. And I'm like, because oh. nothing is different about me, right? And there was mm-hmm. nothing different about me a second before she said yep. that to a second after. Everything about me is still so true. It's just, it's tough. And it just brings up all of these things. And I think especially about being a parent and I didn't have kids at the time, but it's the idea of like, what impact does this have on me? Like, are people going to think differently of me? Is mm. Kayla at the time not going to want to have kids with me because she, I am too out of control. I'm too much. I'm going to be too whatever. Um, and the ma- most amazing thing is that Kayla has never made me feel like any of that needs to be true. But it's been a journey before. I had I had this diagnosis for like three years or so before I had kids. Yeah. I found a great, I have a great therapist and I have a great psychiatrist. And for me, medication is a part of my treatment and it's been really manageable and tough, but having to figure out different things along the way. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that Colton. I know that that's very personal, but I think that's also hopefully very helpful for some people to know that that's the reality of, of the journey that you've walked. And you mentioned that that impacted then, like, gosh, when I have kids, like, how has that impacted your kids or what do you have to be mindful of then? Yeah, I think that that's, there's a, a, there's a bunch. It's mm. bipolar is genetic and, oh gosh, just the fact that my kids, my, um, my kids might have that as well is just heartbreaking. Um but also just the, um, I, I made a, I made a commitment to Kayla when I got a diagnosis that I was like, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to, um, go to a psychiatrist and take my medication and like engage in that discussion and be really proactive about it. Um, and I'm making that promise to my kids because I want to be, it's not that I'm never going to not be mad at my kids or not be stressed. We're all, that's a very stressful thing to do. Parent. Um, it's a very emotional thing to do. Um, but yeah, I definitely do worry. Like, I don't know, like is, I don't know the situation that I'm worried about, but I am, I get sad thinking that June is going to go to her life group in junior high or her summer camp, and she's going to share her story that her dad has bipolar disorder. And it's not that I'm, ashamed that she's Mm going to do it right Mm -hmm. like this is some secret but i'm just so scared that it's going to affect her enough that she has to share it like if you understand who i am you have to know that my dad has this and that just makes me sad and i think that Mm -hmm. that i think that the reality for me of being a parent and having bipolar disorder is it's it's just sad sometimes and scary and I am also so grateful that I've been able to find such amazing doctors and my therapist is amazing and Kayla is so great and we have really great communication and we came into this being I think as prepared as we could have been and I've been trying to do this last last year my therapist talked to me about holding two things to be true like you do bipolar disorder makes me feel really 
sad in in like a literal way sometimes, but <laughs> uh, but the idea that Kayla might feel alone in her parenting because I am having a tough day. That makes me sad. It makes me sad what Miller, um, what support Miller and June might have to get because of my mental health diagnosis. And from being so intentional with that and been going to therapy for years and years and years, I have tools to be a better parent than I think I could have been before. And it's not one of those things where it's like, I think that there are some people that like have a cancer diagnosis and like, Oh, I'm so grateful for like the cancer. And I I don't think I am at that point. I think I still would trade it. I don't, I don't think I see it as the biggest blessing, but, and maybe I need to pray about that more. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, I am so much more aware of what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling at all times. And I think I am excited about helping June and Miller, helping them learn some of that like emotional intelligence of yeah. like when we're frustrated, these are the kinds of things that we do. And I think I can have compassion on other, I can have compassion on June's really big feelings and fits because I have really big feelings sometimes too. And I don't really know what to do with them either. So like, let's, I'm going to be in this with you. Yeah. That's so. great. Well, I mean, you said a couple of things, Colton, like one for sure is the both and principle. Like, it's not that I'm just sad or just this. It's like, you can, you can kind of be both things. You can be happy and sad at the same time for different things, Mm -hmm. but also related, if that makes sense. So I think giving yourself permission to do that, where it's not that you have to just be stuck in one or the other. Um, But the other thing too, is like you said, it gives you a greater level of empathy and connection with your kids. You know, where you can be like, hey, I get it. Like, and huh, I wonder if I felt like this at your age or how can I help you? You know, and I love that just bottom line, you're so intentional. It sounds like you've gotten this diagnosis, but it wasn't just like, oh man, too bad. This sucks. It's like, no, I've got to do something to be my best in order to be, you know, the best I can be for, for my kiddos. So what other things, I mean, I know you mentioned a lot of great things as far as going to your doctor meeting with a therapist, are there other things that you feel like have really been helpful in ensuring that you are taking care of yourself in the midst of this so well, that and, you can care? Yeah. And maybe Colton, like, you know, man, as, as you're sharing, I, I, I know, you know, most of those details, um, they're all, I know all of those details. Um, but as you're sharing, I'm going, okay, you know, there's probably a lot of parents who are listening and going, okay, I, Colton is a pretty rare, he has a pretty, you know, a pretty rare diagnosis. That's not me. And so, you know, if, if, if listeners are like myself, we have a tendency to kind of check out once we don't fit that category. So, so share with us to Liza's point, like what else mm-hmm. have you learned, but maybe share with us like two or three things that you would go, this, the, some of your practices yes, would help, help every anybody. parent, whether they have a, a, a an official diagnosis yeah. or whether they're just in a, yeah, a, a, bad a day. season <laughs> of high anxiety, which every mm-hmm. parent finds themselves in, but maybe share some practices that have helped you that you know will help any parent in, in their, in their parenting journey, especially in seasons of, or with a, a mental health diagnosis. Yeah. I, I love that. I think that mental health, I'm so happy that mental health is a topic that's being talked about more and more and more. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people like exactly what you said, Kurt, like, Oh, I don't have that. So it's like, it's fine. But we, mental health is 
everybody has like a mental health. We have our physical health. We've mental health is something that we um, all can take a part of of helping out because it's it determines like uh, I work with college students. So one of the things we look out for is like final seasons and stress, their behavior and their mood and everything changes in, during final seasons. We pastor our students differently during final season because of that. And I think it's all important for us when I was saying I'm going to make a promise to take care of myself. Being holistically minded about myself is how I take care of myself. And mm-hmm. um, Kay Warren talks about like pillars of mental health and SSM uses it as well. But it's taking care of our, our mental health is, is biblical when we see different examples of that throughout all of scripture. And some of the different ways that we see that happening is um, our physical health, our emotional health, our relational health. We and I'm currently am using like therapeutic help or professional help um, along with it. So like your physical. So physical can be just like um, taking a walk outside and maybe that hopefully I my prayer for you is that you get to take a walk around the block alone. You whoever listens, listening parents. <laughs> That's my, I'm lifting up. So taking a walk with your two-year-old and your 10-month-old in the wagon so. isn't always <laughs> mentally healthy. Yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to get what you got to get, but <laughs> understanding that, yeah, it's a little stressful, but being outside and getting sun, mm-hmm. like sun is scientifically proven to be able to help be like natural, natural antidepressant, getting your body going, getting your body moving outside. It can be so, um, you know, the... Kurt said something at the beginning, like, oh, time can get a really away from you. But during the day, you know, it's like, okay, there's lunches. And then I put cocoa melon on for this part of the day. And then this thing, and it's bedtime. And you realize we never got outside. And you're like, oh, gosh. And okay. now it's dark. <laughs> now it's dark time. Um, everything leads back to cocoa, to cocoa melon. melon. Honestly, everything yeah. leads back to cocoa melon. <laughs> um, for me, I environment is such a big deal for me and is a big contributor to stressors. So in college, I didn't figure this out until later. But now that I'm in grad school, it's... When I study, I need to have things picked up around me. I used to be like, oh, I'm one of those people that can work in messes. I don't really think, I think people can tolerate it more than others, but I don't think many people thrive in messes. Um, so it, when I get home from a vacation, I like coming home to a clean house because it's just relaxing. It's a great way to like enter into an environment. And I noticed that I was having less patience with my kids when I would wake them up in the morning when I would walk through our family room and it just had toys everywhere and the dishes were still piled up in the sink. So it, I now, but when Kayla goes to bed, I pick up the living room. I do all the dishes and stuff. Not because I'm a saint or because I want to. I don't like doing dishes. I don't want to spend my time cleaning up all these little tchotchkes everywhere. Um, but it does something for me when I wake up that I can be more patient with my kids because I'm not starting off like walking through this like yeah. stressful environment. Not I use stressful very like loosely, and- right? It's not like I have people yelling at me in my home. <laughs> it's just, it feels chaotic probably because it's like there's just stuff everywhere and there's no order. Or- exactly. And so much of parenting, right? It's not like about the one time that your kid asks for like the snack, right? It's the yeah. the 15th time. <laughs> daddy, not- daddy, 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 daddy. <laughs> for me, parenting in like environments and stuff like that, and even taking care of myself as a whole, it's about the little things. It's it's all the little things that make so would, up the big so things. So would you say, Colton, if that being true, I was about to say, if that's true, I think it's true. So that yes. being true, for you, it's the, the, the clutter. Mm-hmm. For others, it might be, I don't know what it would be. But so it's, I don't think the principle here is if you want to take care of your mental health, yeah. keep your, your house, house clean. I don't yeah. think that's the principle. The principle no. is identify what, I don't, know if, I don't know if triggers is the right word but identify what the triggers are 
yeah. that, that that help and hurt your 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 sense of, of mental health. Yeah. And so I would say that some of those are in like mm-hmm. the physical rounds. I think even like our diet can be so, so helpful as well. Um, making sure that you're going to some of us are like super parents. And I know that there's a lot of moms and dads out there that their back hurts, but they don't really have time to go to the doctor yet. Um, but it's worth taking that time to go to the doctor to get your back checked out because of pain and what that does yeah. for mental health. But it's also our relationships and like, what are, when was the last time you went out with friends for fun? Are there people in your life besides your spouse? We want your spouse to be like so involved in your life as well. But are there other people that are like praying for you and taking care of you and know what's going on in your life? Do you spend, do you spend time with people that like, um, fill you up that you enjoy spending time with? Sometimes like, yeah. yeah. I have people I hang out with. I'm like, well, do you like hanging out with them? Well, no, they're my wife's friends. It's like, okay, what's well, like, yeah. great. You, they're not, they're not like your enemies, but they, yeah, they're they not t- really people that are uplifting and encouraging you. <laughs> exactly. They're not, they're not your people and that's fine. But finding your people, sometimes that's in a small group. Um, you find that in, uh, I, again, I work in student ministries. And so I've found all of my best friends through serving together. Love it. Um, so Colton, would you, would you be an advocate of this statement? If you, if your kids are your life, my kids are my life. My life revolves around my kids. And we can kind of wear that as a badge of honor. Like, Hey, it's supposed to be, or we, or we see that as our duty, right? Like these are, I'm, I'm responsible. So they're my life. Would you say that that's a, if, if, if you have the mentality that my kids are my life, therefore I don't go out with my people, I don't exercise, I don't go see the doctor when my back hurts because, uh, hey, I, you know, it's more important for my kid to be at football practice or whatever. Would you say that's a hindrance to mental health? Yeah, and I understand that everyone's situation is so different and childcare can be tough to get to the doctor. I think this conversation might be assuming resources. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However... I think your kids should be a part of your life, but not your entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of us who start to find our identity in being, being parents. Right. And this is, it might sound so churchy, but our identity is not first found in that. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we have a better understanding of who we belong to our identity as, as children of God, everything around it, our priorities of that rearrange our priority of knowing that our children are, we're, we've been given the gift of like stewarding and loving this child. Mm-hmm. But ultimately we're doing out of a response and an obedience to God as a part of our own identity in him. So when we have that shift of mentality of understanding what our true identity is, our execution of being a parent completely changes Yeah, mm-hmm. as the expert of a parent of two years. There you go. <laughs> wow. Well, gosh, Colton, we, we could go on and on. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, this is fascinating. I think there's so much to this. We might have Colton or somebody else come yeah. back as, as, as a guest to kind of continue this, this angle of, of parenting with a mental health diagnosis or just the idea of how do you take care of your mental health? Colton, you said something I've never heard before. And I, I, I should have heard it because it, it, but I just haven't heard anybody say it the way you said it is just like, you know, just like we have physical health, we have mental health. And we all need to be paying attention. If we're paying attention, if you're listening to the podcast and you're somebody who is aware of, pays attention to, cares about your physical health, you exercise, you eat right, or you, or you don't, and you're concerned and you're figuring out, yeah. okay, well, we should take the same approach when it comes to our mental health. Mm-hmm. That mental health isn't only a official medical diagnosis. That's one 
aspect of mental health. But we all have to think about, we all have our mental health, yeah, just like our physical health, that we need to proactively be aware of and proactively keep in check and pay attention to just like we do aches and pains and things in our, in our physical health, which I think is a, which is a huge, huge, huge thing for us as parents, because we neglect oftentimes to our own peril, both our physical and our mental health mm-hmm. in the seasons of raising kids, because we, it's a sacrifice. And I think the best thing we can do for our kids is to be thinking about our health, our mental health, especially. So Colton, right. any closing shots, closing encouragement? Hmm. Yeah, I think pay, pay in this next week, just pay attention to the things that stress you out or the things that make you happy or the things that make mm-hmm. you feel fulfilled. And how can you find different ways to recreate the things that make you f- feel fulfilled and encouraged? So that's a conversation with a friend. Uh, you, st- you did your quiet time at night instead of the morning, whatever it happens to be. And pay attention to the things that make you angry. You're like, oh, my kid did this. And when you go to sleep, why did that make me so mm. angry? Mm. That's interesting. It. Just yeah. being a little bit more self-aware, mm-hmm. self-reflective this week good. for sure. That's good. Well, Colton, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Colton. Everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of the Parent Skills Podcast. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you soon. <laughs>